Hello! Thank you guys so much for coming to this video today. I really appreciate it. This is the Cardano Ore Podcast. We bring anyone on the podcast is bringing value to the Cardano blockchain. AF from Dead Pixel actually built the first ever interactive NFTs on the Cardano blockchain, and it is one of my favorite NFT projects on Cardano. We go into the white paper. Uh, we go into essentially the roadmap. We go into the game. We go into the royalties that are coming back to the initial purchasers. We also go into the initial drop and what was so unique about it and what got me interested in it. Uh, and really the good times that we had with Dead Pixel that I won't forget. And there's a lot of good times coming. Uh, if you guys do enjoy this podcast, I'd really appreciate it. If you click the like button, subscribe, notification bell, and comment it down below. What, what do you think? Did you enjoy it? Also, at the very end of this, I'm going to start moving some of my ads to the end so you guys have a better experience. There is a two-minute mycelial gallery ad. It's about our new burn that's coming up. It's a free NFT drop for our users. So if you stay for two minutes at the end, you'll get to see that. But we're not going to put it at the beginning because I want you guys to enjoy this. But hope you enjoy. Hello. Thank you guys so much for coming to this podcast today. I really appreciate it. This is the Cardano Aura podcast. We bring anyone that is bringing value to the Cardano blockchain on this podcast. And today we have AF, also known as Adrian, from Dead Pixel. How are you doing today? Hey man, all good, all good. It's been a heavy week for me, but uh, you know, looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> yeah, I would be too, man. I can't imagine. So, Dead Pixel is actually one of my favorite NFT drops on Cardano, and it's because it was unique. It was because it, you know, looked at using gamification to make the drop more interesting, uh, and also to allow people to participate in the drop in a different way. Uh, you know, just right off the bat, one thing that was unique about his drop is you could actually see the NFT that you were getting you know, before you got the drop. And it, the, my first time seeing it, uh, the site, everything, it all came together. And it was just this beautiful experience. And it's one that I will remember as being, you know, one of the, you know, unique drops in the beginning, the early days of Cardano. So, you know, my first question for you is, you know, who are you and kind of what led you to create this project? You know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, first of all, thank you for participating in the drops, by the way. I was so happy to see you there. Uh, I think uh, the community was also happy to have you on board and, uh, you know, for you to be jumping ship. But I sort of uh, think it was a big motivator for uh, many people to also jump on board. But anyway, this aside, um, uh, so uh, I'm Adrian, also known as AF, as you mentioned earlier. Uh, I am from Romania, currently residing in Bucharest. And I have created a project named Dead Pixels, which is the uh, first interactive NFT collection on the Cardano blockchain. Um, it was minted, completely minted. Uh, so as people like to say, pre-minted. It's not, it wasn't mint on demand, so like usual drops. But anyways, we're going to get into that uh, later on. Uh, it was minted in May, early May 2021, um, right about after the uh, Space Buds uh, insanity began, you know, so uh, it was super cool to sort of be early in the game. A bit frustrating because Alessandro actually got earlier there than me, <laughs> but, uh, you know... <laughs> Uh, there's plenty of space for everybody and there's uh, yeah he, he was actually you know you thanked me uh for introducing people into the space well i have to thank alessandro it was uh his tweet actually i think it was the second drop that you guys did uh that did introduce me to dead pixel so thank you to him as well yeah he's a he's a great guy uh so yeah in a nutshell i created this project uh, mostly on my own I, I mean i didn't have any help with the art or minting or 
you know, any social media management or uh, community management and so on. And it kind of came up uh, like pretty nicely and, and grew, it grew very organically uh, because of the community, because I haven't like paid anyone to, to market it or to promote it. Uh, I, I did do a few giveaways in the beginning, you know, first a couple hundred uh, Twitter followers to get the ball rolling. But other than that, I guess it was all uh, organic growth. And, you know, the community was always there, you know, to ans either answer my questions or, uh, you know, provide feedback on features and so on. What I like to do is basically when I develop stuff, you know, there's like we have a uh, 4K plus uh, Discord server right now. So there's 4,000 people who can actually, you know, provide valuable feedback. And I'm basically building the product for them. And what I like to do when developing is we have this little channel there called Dev Updates. And I, you know, sort of uh, ship uh, periodic uh, updates to how, to, you know, about how the project or how the things that I'm working on are currently going. And then I ask for feedback and so on. So I guess, you know, I got a hand a lot of contribution uh, in terms of, I don't know, at least feature-wise or user experience to the community itself mm. uh, because they have uh, had, like, very good ideas, uh, you know, and, and, and part of those ideas actually got implemented. So um, thank you I, I that, think guys. really what, what adds to that and also adds to the organic growth is that you didn't just drop all 10,000 of the NFTs at one time. You know, you had essentially these seasons that came through, and it was starting with season zero, correct? Correct. That yeah, is and... correct. So season zero, <laughs> it was so funny. Honestly, it was like uh, there were. And sorry for interrupting. I, I no, you're good. To talk a lot. I'm super excited uh, talking about this. It's good for podcasting. Uh, because <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, you know, um, it's it's a bit nostalgic right now because season zero dropped in like mid June, around mid June uh, this year, and there were like 333 uh, pixels. Um, and, and the drop wasn't that smooth to begin with. Uh, it wasn't NAMI wallet enabled, and we're going to get into that part as well uh, later on. Uh, and, and basically what happened is that people just had to send uh, transactions to uh, an address that I made public once the drop went live. And uh, that was it. And I, I sort of found a bug in, <laughs> in my distribution system uh, during the drop where if people would send like uh, I don't know more than like 20 transactions at a time or something like that the system would sort of start hicking up and uh, and missing transactions but anyway it was fine in the end everybody got you know their refunds if they uh, they had to get a refund and everybody got their token uh, it, it was pretty slow you know that doing it that way because people just submit a transaction and then wait for the chain to update for like 20 seconds or something like that which is <laughs> It wasn't very user friendly, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like but that's zero. how the majority of drops are. <laughs> you know, everybody has to wait the twenty seconds, and you know, even drops lately, I've still been participating in ones where you're not only waiting twenty seconds, you have to wait, you know, for the blockchain to catch up to everyone's transactions, and now you have to wait for them to catch up to the minting transactions, and now they have to. Well, I guess you can mint and send in the same transaction, but you know, you kind of have to wait for the blockchain to catch up. You know, nowadays and you know, that unique feature yeah. that you implemented with season, is it season one, right? Because we started at season yeah. zero. Okay. Yeah. That, so I was like, so super uh, self-conscious about season zero. And I promised myself, I would make an impeccable drop. Next drop will be flawless. It's going to be much faster. And, and it's going to be much more focused on, on, you know, user interaction, because 
season zero was more like focused on the Discord activity rather than the website itself because mm-hmm. it just showed the tokens and it just added a sold stamp uh, overlaid on uh, each of the sold tokens. And and then season one, I, I built it more like, you know, uh, with a lot of, you know, sort of a gamification aspect in mind because it had like tons of features in it. It, it had actually more features than season two, if you believe it, because I wanted to actually, you know, sort of go all in and, and, and sort of make a statement with it. And basically what I did was uh, right about when I was developing season one, my plan, my original plan was actually to build a sort of a wallet interface myself so that I could handle submitting transactions and then confirming them uh, on, on server side. Uh, and then, you know, just telling the user, okay, the, your transaction is confirmed. You're getting the next token in line and that's it. And, uh, you know, fate made it so that I didn't have to do that because NAMI wallet came out just precisely in the nick of time. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. And then I was, I was sort of facing, uh, the community who were not completely introduced to NAMI. Uh, they didn't know what it was. They didn't know how it worked. They were not very, uh, you know, accustomed to uh, sort of uh, these uh, browser extension uh, wallets. Yeah, and, uh, and for me, that was my first time actually using Namey. And my first thought, you know, when I had to download Namey and load it with Ada, is I was like, this drop sucks. You know, I have to download a whole nother wallet for it. I can't even, and then it's like, when I actually started using the drop, I'm like, okay, I get it now. You know, and that was yeah. a, a very high risk choice to, to take, you know, to say all other wallets are not supported. Only this new wallet from Alessandro is, you know, and it still worked out in your favor. And it really is what created this u- unique experience. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, I, I was I was super happy and I, I thought I, I kind of took it as a sign. You know, I kind of took it as this can't happen. You know, it happened exactly when it needed to. And I, I didn't want to ignore it. You know, I said. Okay, I'm not going to ignore this. This is where, you know, uh, the powers that be want me to go with this. So we're going to go with this this way. Uh, I tried to explore ways to, you know, enable users to actually drop from mobile. So what I did was actually uh, create sort of a mobile login based on a token that you would generate on your PC. And then you could have like the drop on your phone and you could buying like if you could buy these prepaid uh, uh, sort of uh, tickets, which we called Insta drops. In, in both seasons uh, via Nami wallet from your PC and then use them on your mobile if you are on the go and so on and so forth. Because mm. the, the drop itself didn't last like two minutes. It lasted like the first the season one lasted around, I think, seven less than 72 hours. It was like 70 hours or something. Because actually, you know, in the beginning, people kept dropping and dropping and dropping and they, they caught on that you can actually strategize and time your drops in order to get the more rare tokens. And, and not have to, you know, uh, necessarily get the next in line. You could just wait for somebody else to get it, and then you yeah. come in and get it was, uh, it was such a unique experience. So for the audience watching, you know, you get on there. For, for, for me, you know, I created an Amy wallet. I, you know, integrated it up in the corner, as you would with any other DAP experience. And the NFTs and the attributes actually show in the bottom in the middle. And we'll put that on screen right now so you can see what's happening. But... You know, you would get these instances where at first everyone's coming in. This this is right when Alessandro shared it. Uh, I was actually in there with a few other community members. Jack was one of them. I saw his username, Think and Grow Crypto. This was right at the, the launch of um, season one. And I just see all of the, like my buddies essentially buying these from Alessandro sharing it. 
And right when we came in, none of us knew what we were doing. You know, we bought like I bought like four of them of the random ones. You know, I didn't get the strategy yet. I'm like, oh, these are cool. These are cool. And then like a quarter way through the drop, like it finally clicked for me. I'm like, wait, I shouldn't just be buying all of these. I should be sitting there like kind of like waiting, ready, you know, like guns, you know, (laughs) ready to draw, you know, and it was uh, cool. And what would happen is we would have like 30 people all waiting. You know, four, like, oh, an alien's 10 NFTs away, but you can see it 10 NFTs away. So we're all waiting, like, who's going to be the first to shoot? You know, who's going to be the first to shoot? And then as soon as it happens, we all do it. And it's like, because, and I'll put this on screen right now, it goes, and if you're lucky, you know, you got the rare alien or the one that you were trying for, but it was pretty hard. And in the beginning, there was only a few of us there. So I actually was lucky to get one of the aliens. And it was the best nice. feeling that I like. It was the best NFT feeling. It went because there were only five of us there, but it was still hard with five people. And it went like doot, doot, doot. And it, right when it was on the alien, I had my finger. I went and it just came up with my username. And I was like, it was, uh, I jumped with joy. Like I really stood up, was like screaming, you know. So that shows how much I really did enjoy this. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know, uh, so season one was like smaller than, than season two, I guess season two kind of went a bit more mainstream. Uh, but season one was like, you know, all the uh, OGs from the community, uh, also newcomers as well, but most mm-hmm. most of them OGs from like the server and, uh, you know, a lot of uh, followers and so on. I think when I launched season one was, I, I know I had like a thousand followers on Twitter, oh, less than a thousand, like 800. So the word hadn't gotten out that you know uh hadn't spread out that much for about the drop itself and it was much more you know cozier sort of a sort of a feeling you have to have like people that you know and admire from the community participate which was very cool and uh you know there there were like um a lot of people who were were telling me to have told me that they, they actually spend like sleepless nights watching the you know the chain and, and sniping like exactly as you did, and I, I I totally get the satisfaction, you know, of dropping something which is like really rare because you timed it correctly and it's sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I didn't even understand sort of it back skill. then either. You know, like <laughs> it was just a cool looking one, and it was in the very beginning. I think it, you know, it was I would say probably one of the first few aliens in season one, and I didn't even get how rare it was at the time. It was just different. I was like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I didn't, you hadn't yeah, released the white paper yet either, you know, sorry for yeah, interrupting. Yeah. But. yeah, no problem. No, I think you could actually flip it for like a 20k ADA or 10k ADA right now. If you, I know it would go very fast if you'd put it up for like 10k ADA, easy. <laughs> Somebody's going to get it. But yeah, I mean, uh, you know, back then it was, uh, it was pretty cool just watching people. You know, my only regret about season one was that I didn't actually get to drop any myself. I just wanted to get as many dead pixels out there to the public so i didn't keep any from season one myself which i sort of regret i did however started dropping in season two because i kind of got scared you know they were like going fast and i was like what what's gonna happen am i am i gonna remain with zero tokens of my own creation yeah it's insane <laughs> so so i actually did drop uh, some pixels i think i have around 130 pixels which is you know, it's pretty okay for, for a Pixel wallet, but um, <laughs> it's... It, it That's just, pretty good you know, now. Just, you know, what's the, what's the floor at? Three, four hundred? It's been a while since I've I checked. Think, but. I, think, I think it's, uh, you know, it's nearing 500, uh, actually, right now. Yeah, it's a so pretty, it's, pretty it's good wallet. It's a good, uh, it's a good 
that would be a large part of my portfolio, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. I mean, it's you know, it's it's not even the biggest wallet. I think the biggest wallet is around four hundred pixels, and it's this dude who's like a, a very active uh, member of the community on Discord. Has he's like a very sweet guy, who actually got into season two, late season two, uh, season two, by the way, which like uh, took I think six days to complete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were like uh, season one was. 3,333 tokens and season 2 was the rest of the remaining tokens which was like 6.2k tokens, 6,200 and something so you know it's a huge amount of tokens what I did with season 2 was actually split them up in uh, 3 concurrently running chains so you could drop from any of the 3, so basically just like season 1 but 3 times sort of the fun because you could navigate uh, through these 3 chains and you could drop from any of them if you wanted and you know sort of oh, so you essentially have three different choices so there's three different games going on at one time exactly exactly and people naturally when 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 season two kicked off it was right just right before you know it was right after coco loco launched and and the hype the insane hype with the nfts on cardano uh you know began uh, you know turning up to 11 and uh, you know, I, you know, there still wasn't many, many weren't many, many people, uh, you know, into pixels. Uh, so I guess we sort of started out uh, the drop when when the drop started. There were like I think I don't know around one or two, no, one and one point five registered wallets on the on the drop website. So that's one, sorry, one point five k registered wallets on the drop website. So uh, one thousand five hundred people were just you know, waiting to start dropping once the timer hits zero. And once it did, when season two started, I think I sent you a clip about it, uh, of it, uh, it's, it's just started popping off. And I think like 25 or like 30% of the entire season just sold out in like 10 minutes. And then, as you said earlier, people started realizing that they can actually choose when to, you know, perform a drop because in the beginning, there's that, that FOMO component where you mm-hmm. say, What's gonna? What's happening? It's gonna. It's gonna be sold out. I'm not gonna get anything. I'm not gonna get anything. You know. And and the speed that it went, with you know, in the beginning of season two, it was insane. And I was like, you know, sitting at my desk, you know, monitoring everything, making sure that you know everything goes smoothly. Uh, and and I was just, you know, at at some point, I just raised my 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 eyes from the from the from the monitor, which has like my console and my you know logs, you know, running through. And I just looked at the at the drop itself, and it was like, it was <laughs> it's so cool looking too when it happens. Yeah. You know the way they come up and then they just, <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, exactly. And and you know, in order to because so did you do the it, animation on that too? I don't want to interrupt yeah. uh, your train of thought. So yeah, you no, did. No, no, ahead so ahead all of it, you know, the animation, the back end, you know, yep. even the community as well, with the community's help, of course. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Uh, <laughs> it is actually, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, if if you if you think about it, it, it took a lot to 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 actually, you know, build because I started building it, I think, around late March, uh, early May, and then you know after uh, minting and so on, I started working on the drop, and then the drop first season, as I said, season zero wasn't you know that satisfying for me. So I actually decided to take a big part out of it and just rebuild it with Nami integrated. 
and uh, yeah, it, it, it you know, and you're, and you're also working a full time job too, right? Yeah, so you I mentioned work as a product manager uh, for for a gaming company, uh, for a mobile gaming company. So uh, that's very impressive, man. You know, I, I run you know, an NFT project and a stake pool, and you know, also you know, do a lot of community management. So you know, I have firsthand experience like saying that like i'm very very well impressed you know with all that you've accomplished while working a full-time job and doing all this on the side i mean that's uh it's a lot of long nights man yeah yeah there's there's this saying on the discord server that af doesn't never sleep sleeps or something like that so (laughs) yeah i see those announcement posts you know even just like even just being a community manager is almost a full-time job with the size of a community that you have yeah, it is. But but I think the secret for me is because right now I do, you know, hang out in the Discord and I have, uh, you know, uh, chats with people asking questions or just, you know, hanging out. But uh, I think the secret for a successful community is to actually have sort of incentivize people uh, who are like hardcore fans and that you see that they get involved and so on and just, you know, enable them to actually uh, get involved within the community itself. So on the server... There's these roles that we have, like any Discord Discord server has, where there's like MVPs and there's you know cool kids and so on, and and people are incentivized by this and they contribute to to that community because they're pixel holders just as much as I am, and and they stand to gain profits just as much as I am standing to gain profits from one pixel, right? Depending yeah. on how many you hold, obviously. But uh, so so it's sort of becoming a. a more you know community centric as as time goes by as far as i see you know and it's a big part of it definitely i think you know the project would never have survived without having you know cool people around it people who you know liked it understood it and uh you know shilled the hell out of it on on twitter yeah so do you do you have any plans for like hiring any of those community members or you know we're going to be going this in a second you know you're adding utility to the project you know it's the scope is even getting larger and larger and you know these big members of the community are you going to essentially bring them on to you know help with community management or building out the game or anything else so so my plan is you know i i hate hiring honestly i don't like working with people that i hire because i don't think that they actually understand the project itself and it's just a job for them you know what i aim to do is to create partnerships with people that i know from the space and from outside of the space because you know working in the gaming industry i have a lot of friends and a lot of, you know i know a lot of people who actually would be happy and would jump jump at the opportunity to work on something together and develop something and develop a good product so uh that's sort of the plan for me right now uh i have you know uh conversations with people that i'm interested in working with and with collaborating with uh including from within the space and from outside of the space which is cool uh i wouldn't necessarily say that you know i would go on and and hire somebody maybe you know stuff that is you know not so important to to to, or, or vital to the project yeah, uh, you know stuff that you can get on Fiverr or whatever. But some, you know, things that are like very tied into the concept and and into the identity of the project. You know, I would like people to be invested in in it as much as I am. Yeah, and there's actually you know, come to think about it, there's actually uh, people who are more invested in the project than I am. Like financially speaking, you know, there's pixel holders which have much more pixels than I do. Mm-hmm. And you're and also looking for that passion. 
too. You know, you're looking for that passion about the project that you have that allows you to accomplish this much while working a full time job. Exactly. And, and I'm not I'm not going to, you know, everybody has their own personal brand. Everybody goes about things in their own way. I'm not going to, you know, impose stuff on them and I'm not going to say you got to do this as I do it. You got to this is not you know, it's not me. And I, I've never done this uh, thing to people before. I, I, I just like people, you know, if, if they see something that they like uh, with regards to the project and then just pick it up and do something with it, you know. So well, uh, that, I respect that. That's, my, that's a very question. unique way uh, to look at things. And, you know, the times that we're in, you know, with decentralization and with us all being a part of these cryptocurrency networks, where we can send value to people and provide value to people. Uh, uh, you know, this is something that, you know, I think a lot more people are going to be doing. And you're kind of a pioneer in that space of, you know, having people essentially invest, you know, in a, in a project or, you know, purchase them because they like them or the gamification. And now, you know, they're essentially going to provide value back to the project. It's a, it's very unique and it's unique for you to have that opinion, even as far as not hiring anyone too. That's kind of like the absolute of that. You know, it's very interesting. I mean, it's, it's ideal. I, I, I wish, I wish, uh, it, it turns out like so, but you know, hopefully it yeah. will. If, 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 if I ever need, you know, I find myself in a tight spot where I have to, you know, uh, I'm on a tight schedule. I need somebody to work on this while I work on something else. Naturally, if it's going to come to this, I'm going to look into finding somebody to, to do the work and then probably I'll rewrite it somehow or whatever. But, yeah. You know, it's a quick fix and come with me, uh, uh, whatever works. But uh, and, and I think we're going to get we were getting into the uh, utility part and so on. So yeah, so real quick, about, uh, you know, so what happened, you know, essentially from my perspective, you know, I participated in the drop. I participated a little bit in season two. Uh, and then everyone, someone messaged me and said, hey, have you heard that the Dead Pixel white paper is going to release soon? So there seemed to be a lot of, uh, you know, excitement about a white paper coming. And, you know, I'm still pretty new to NFTs. You know, Cardano is my first time ever using them. So it was very weird for me to hear a white paper for an NFT project. And, you know, I asked somebody about it and they said, yeah, he's, he's planning to add utility. Uh, and that white paper did drop. And that was kind of the big catalyst, uh, at least in my eyes, for that floor to move up and for even more people uh, to gain interest in your projects. So can you tell us, you know, your intentions behind the white paper? Uh, right. So, so uh, you know, it was more of a, uh, me wanting to reach out to people and me wanting to not spend that much time on Discord answering the same question over and over again. So I thought, okay, let's let's have like a, a one-stop shop, you know, for all the information related to the past, present, and future of the project. And I, I, I sort of called it a white paper because you know people are used to this uh, to this uh, to naming things like this like that. Uh, it's it's basically a more of a I don't know compendium of. Uh, information where I look into what you know describe the project uh, you know to an extent I talk about it a bit I talk about the interactive aspect of the tokens and then I move on to the roadmap of the project which is split in essentially in three parts and then I uh, move on to the uh, actually taking you know the roadmap and uh, you know diving deep into each of the uh, roadmaps uh, uh, parts, these three parts that I was telling you about earlier. And then I have like this little section where I have the uh, ecosystem explained because we also have uh, pixels.org slash explorer, which is basically uh, a, um, 
let's call it a cnft.tools uh, that I built uh, for uh, my project. So very nice, you can go there and yeah, you can go there and check the you know check the rarity stats of your uh, token, see you know filter out stuff, uh, attributes, uh, number of attributes types, and you can also see the aftermarket listings on CNFT. So it's basically also like a one-stop shop for you know aftermarket shenanigans, as I like to call them, uh, and so on. And th there's also the Pixel Wallet, which is also part of the ecosystem where you can actually there's it's basically a web app where you can connect any wallet you put in your wallet address. You don't have to have like pixels in that wallet address uh, specifically. You just need to have them in the same account. So the stake key uh, should hold pixels. That is the stake key that is associated to that wallet address should hold some pixels, and the address needs to be used. And then you put in your address, and it basically uh, scans your entire account for pixels, and it, it, they displays them for you in a very beautiful grid sort of view. Uh, with you know interactivity enabled because most uh, explorers and most I don't know third-party apps don't actually display them all together like in a in their uh, true interactive form they just display the thumbnail which is a static image yeah so I wanted to have that as well you know for users to actually be able to you know uh, open it up open it up uh, and by the way it can also be saved as an app on your phone this wallet so you can have it on your home screen and access your pixel wallet whenever you want it updates Whenever you open it, it scans the blockchain, sees how many pixels you have in your wallet, and it updates accordingly. So I think it was a very good good tool to have in the ecosystem for users, you know, to actually access their tokens fast and easily. Yeah, it just makes uh, so, logical uh, sense too. You know, like we all use pool.pm. The wallets don't really have a good way of displaying them. And as soon as I personally found that Explorer site. You know, being able to essentially filter out, okay, here's how many aliens there are. Here's how many vampires there are. You know, that really is what helped me understand attributes and also rarity in the Dead Pixel project more so than really any other project out there, you know. Well, I'm happy it worked out. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's uh, naturally everything that I do for this project is a passion project. Yeah, uh, and it's very, so... it's very apparent, you know, even just logging into the site. You know, it really is. I'm great that is, uh, you know, getting through. <laughs> That's uh, very, very good to, to hear, honestly. Thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, it's a, I really do enjoy the project, and that's why I was really so excited to, to have you on today. So, you know, you mentioned this wallet and being able to display those NFTs. Um, is that essentially where the portal for the utility is going to be, you know, next? Like at, when the future comes, will you essentially see, oh, well, this one, uh, you know, this guy has essentially played the play to earn game and you've earned 10 ADA, you know, from him using your attribute or using this specific NFT. Is that the direction? So so basically, I usually when I build stuff, uh, I, 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 for example, let's say I built this wallet, which is not necessarily a wallet per se. It's just like a wallet scanner, but I call it yeah. a wallet because it's easier for people to understand. Mm -hmm. So you take the pixel wallet, right? And then. Uh, it's it's been built in such a way that the code is easily you know mutatable and extendable to accommodate you know new features. So in the future, uh, it's probably there's also going to be a Pixel Wallet, but then there's also going to be a app dedicated for the uh, game or an app dedicated for uh, forging pixels, so on and so forth, which will be built in within the same ecosystem and they will be interoperable. So you can go from your Pixel Wallet to your uh, Pixel, uh, you know, Royalty Viewer and so on and so forth. Uh, and then you could jump back into the Explorer 
and then you could uh, put your Genesis Pixel uh, up for uh, sale and so on and so forth if you like. Uh, I know I use so on and so forth. Somebody told me this. I really got to stop using that so often. Uh, it works. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and so basically what I want to do is create this sort of ecosystem which, uh, you know, brick by brick sort of, uh, you know, fits, uh, fits in nicely uh, within the other things that exist within the pixel, uh, you know, sphere. Uh, and and that's, my, uh, that's my goal. Uh, everything that I build is sort of built on top of the other thing that I previously built. So it sort of makes sense for the end user, even though they have no clue that I'm intending to build it like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, probably. I don't know, maybe. If they watch the Dev Updates channel on the, on the Discord, they probably have a clue. But, uh, you know, most people just come in, say hi, ask a question, and then leave. So, you know, user experience has been like a major, major aspect that I, that I looked at uh, when, when building everything related to this project. And uh, I'm happy to see that. That is what's most important. You know the user experience, at least in, with with any project, you know. Yeah, it's, indeed. It's not indeed. focused on a lot. You know, it's like you mentioned for your first drop. You know, most drops are really just an address on a, a static web page. You know, you send Which here and you may get it back in an hour. It, it is fine. <laughs> it is fine, but you know, there is one that is better. You know, very very clearly, right? Without There's being too humble. Be, yeah. <laughs> Well, thanks, man. Thank you very much. There's always going to be, I think there's always going to be room for innovation. You know, yeah. uh, the seasons themselves weren't perfect. Uh, you know, if you, if you were to look at it, there were people who were uh, upset about the NAMI aspect and being NAMI exclusive, although I did try to make it easy for them and to onboard them to NAMI and to explain that, look, you don't need to, it's like it takes one minute to set up. It's not, you know, rocket sign. It loads much faster than, you know, your uh, Daedalus so on but you know uh, some people did not click with this and it's fine uh and and directly told me i'm sorry if, if i can't use any other wallet then uh, I'm, I'm out of the drop so you gotta accept this as well you know there were shortcomings uh, of course. because you know the solution itself was presented in such a way and built in such a way that uh, not all wallets supported this uh, implementation yeah if they would have supported it i would have gladly implemented it each and every wallet honestly but you know nami was the only one mm -hmm. uh, available at the time and uh, that's it it's not that you know i was sponsored in any way where i paid alessandro or he paid me or anything like that it's just yeah. the way i'm sure you would have loved support. to add a couple more different you know options if yori had a yeah. you know, special button you could just click and oh, i'm gonna choose Nami or yori but no you know Nami was the first of its kind to do that but you know in that white paper you know, what What got most people most excited was the play to earn game. Can you go into more details about, you know, how this will work, how it interacts with the blockchain and, you know, what it means for old users or new users, you know, the Pixel Forge, the play to earn game, et cetera? All right. So uh, naturally, um, the, the, the play to earn game itself, it also comes together and it's uh, heavily dependent on the Pixel Forge that you just mentioned. So what, I, what I'd like to do is to start talking about the pixel forge before and then get into the, the the pixel wars because i think it sort of makes more sense that okay way. yeah perfect so so what uh, what the pixel forge and the pixel wars are is basically the future of the dead pixels project or most uh, bulk of the future of the dead pixels project and the forge is basically a uh, you could view it as like a online shop where you get to configure 
a pixel of your own choosing. So you would get to choose from the 69 different attributes that you find on the 10K collection, which we call the Genesis collection, right? The one that's been sold out and part of the season that we were talking about earlier. And you can basically recreate or customize any attribute combination on any pixel type combination because there's like five types of pixels. There's the dead, the reptilian, the vampire, the wolf, the alien, so on. And so you basically get pick get to pick out your base and then you get to pick out the attributes that you want to add on top of it, you know, any attribute that you want. Uh, each of them, based on their rarity, costs a different amount of ADA. So the least rare attribute, which is the gold chain, would be the cheapest to, to forge. And the, uh, you know, uh, rarest attribute, which is the tight hoodie, would be the most expensive to forge. And you take all of these, and actually the body costs as well as are, are, you know, uh, according to their rarity. So, for example, if you were to forge a copy of your alien, right, uh, you would have to buy an alien body and then whatever attribute your alien has. Uh, and it will cost you more to forge that alien because the alien body is the rarest and hence will cost more than a classic, you know, dead uh, type yeah. uh, pixel. Uh, and and I, I know I mentioned a copy, but I want to be clear here. Uh, the forge itself, although it will mint out forged pixels, uh, the collection of forged pixels is uncapped. There can be as many as users want to forge. And it's going to be an open policy. It's going to be a different policy ID. So they will be uh, completely, um, uh, you know, differentiated from the original collection in terms of, you know, naming convention, uh, metadata, policy ID. Naturally, the dead pixels policy ID actually locked back in May. I, I, I couldn't mint any more pixels under the same policy ID if I wanted. That's it. That's yeah. all there, ever, there, there will ever be. And I wanted to do the distribution with the policy locked, by the way, because I wanted them to be like. So you true, just essentially you know, minted all ten thousand of them. Did you give yourself like a week or something? No, no, it was actually very fast. You know what? Really? I can actually, yeah. Back in the, back then, I didn't know that much about minting, but right now I could probably do it in like I don't know ten. I'll just write a script that would minimal. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's it's actually very easy to do. Not not very easy, but if you take your time and you get yeah. you know dive into the exactly exactly and and uh you know it's it's not difficult and it's not expensive as as people would think otherwise you know because you know unlike other blockchains uh to name uh, i don't know ethereum and uh, uh, other bunch of blockchains where it's very expensive to mint nfts uh on cardano minting the 10,000 pixels uh cost me i think around uh 160 ada in transaction fees and i think Somewhere around, there were like 200 UTXOs times seven. There was like 1.4k ADA in locked uh, ADA with the tokens themselves. Yeah, so the I, min UTXO that's required. The minimum UTXO. That's really correct. where the most of the expense is, is, is in the min, min UTXO. Yeah. And what some users do or some creators, they just you know put that into the cost. You know, So you can do it even cheaper than that too, you know, but... You obviously Correct. chose just pay that for the user. Mm -hmm. Yeah, basically what I did was have these uh, 10,000 tokens bundle up in like 200 uh, UTXOs, 50 tokens per UTXO. And, you and you know, I, I basically was able to bootstrap an entire 10K drop with 
1.5k ADA. I could have gotten a lower amount than that, but I went for 7k per UTXO. I think the minimum is around 5.12 something, whatever. And then once you start, you know, distributing them or minting them out, or not minting them out, but sending them out to users, you can then uh, take uh, money from the money that take ADA from the ADA that the actual users pay to to get that token. So you can basically sort of circulate that amount and, and cover all the transaction costs and the minimum UTXO value that you need to send out with each of the tokens in, uh, in like, uh, you know, a bootstrap sort of manner. So it should, sort of should feed into itself. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's very accessible. I, I know, like, right now, 1.5k ADA is, is, you know, for most people, it, it's a lot of money. And uh, let's be let's be real here. It's like one, three three something k usd so uh but but compared to other blockchains and we're talking about ten thousand tokens right now i mean we're not talking about uh, yeah i want to mint you know to serve that many users i think it's very reasonable you know yeah yeah it's definitely reasonable and i'm sure there's you know minting services out there which are uh, you know happy to cover that and you know as you mentioned earlier take it out of the uh, uh overall proceeds of the drop and so on so uh yeah, there there are ways to you know get into the game. Even if you're like a non-technical person, you can actually use. There's several minting services out there uh, that can be used. So, um, and we're still early, I guess. You know? Yeah, I we still so. are. We still are very early. So, you know, now let's say, you know, the forger comes out, and that's going to be first, right before the game. I, I, the, the Forge will come out alongside an alpha version of the game because okay. I, I thought about it and I said uh, if, if I if I put out the fir, the Forge before any you know uh, possibility to actually do something with the forged pixels that you you get to pay for in that Forge, then it would sort of be useless because yeah, there's not much incentive for, forge their pixels and then uh, do nothing with them until the game came out. So. What I did was actually decide to put out the Forge alongside the Pixel Wars Alpha version, which is going to be a very, you know, sort of an MVP of the actual game where users can get to actually interact and, you know, sort of do these 1v1 battles against their uh, Forged Pixels, which will be basically uh characters that you get to level up you know based on the experience that you gain from battling other users or uh, you know doing these missions or pve or whatever and once you get to level them up you get to unlock these slots uh for attributes uh, and then you go back to the forge and then you can add extra attributes for your pixel on top of the existing ones and these attributes actually add stats to your pixel, which help it, you know, if you, you could potentially strategize uh, a, a build for your for your hero to actually, you know, be powerful in some sort of uh, combo where the meta would enable it to, uh, I don't know, kick the ass out of an alien or something like that. Naturally, the alien is powerful against other species and the uh, reptile is powerful against other species and weak against others and so on and so forth. So it's basically a classic, you know, sort of a turn-based um, <clears throat> RPG type of uh, type of deal here. And can you, you use the original ten thousand in the game? No, you'll have no, to. No, the original, the original ten thousand are just 
uh, at this point, they're just royalty receivers. So what I didn't okay. mention about the forge uh, is one of the very important aspects of this is the fact that holders of the original 10K uh, collection uh, will receive uh, royalties from the forge uh, based on the attributes that are being forged uh, in a specific sort of time frame. So let's say we take like an epoch, let's say like five days, right? And these five days, uh, users forged a uh, attribute that is called, I don't know, gold chain and another attribute that is called uh, balaclava because I hear people like pronouncing that word a lot. And uh, there's an attribute called, I don't know, a loose hoodie, okay? So each time these attributes got forged, people paid ADA for them in order to be able to put them on their hero and then provide their hero with stats to be powerful or more uh, proficient uh, in battle versus other users' uh, heroes, right? Yeah. Uh, Do they have unlimited lives, the heroes? Uh, Before you go into that, sorry. This is still still like uh, an ongoing discussion within the community. Okay. Uh, Right now, the plan is to potentially, at some point, the pixels that go into battle and lose battles uh, need to die. Uh, yeah, eventually they need, they need to, be, need burned. to be burned exactly exactly and uh they will uh, naturally um there's also going to be a leaderboard and uh the play to earn aspect will be uh, you know sort of illustrated in the form of a uh prizes for winning battles or for being proficient uh, at the game if you are the best you know in tournaments or if you are the best in the leaderboard you then get to unlock uh, ada prizes which are also funded by the forge itself um, so a percentage of the forge, the proceeds that go into the forge, that come out of the forge, go to the uh, Pixel Wars treasury, as I like to call it, which funds uh, ADA prices for those who are proficient at the game. And then the rest will go as, uh, will be distributed as royalties to each of the Genesis holders uh, based on the number of attributes that were forged in that specific time frame, let's say five days, we call it an epoch in Cardano, let's call it an epoch here as well. So my goal here is to basically create a system which sort of, just like you know the Ouroboros in Cardano, sort of feeds into itself. Uh, and, and the more user adoption, the more you know volume that goes into the game, the higher the prizes for playing the wars are and the higher the royalties for the uh, genesis holders uh, are so do you not take a percentage out of that for yourself or are no. you relying solely <laughs> on the initial mint no uh i'm not taking any percentage for myself other than the pixels that i yeah hold. the 100 yeah the 150 pixels you mentioned yeah, <laughs> yeah 130 i wish i'd had 150 i sort of regret not getting more but me you know, me as well it. you know and that's what <laughs> i would go on there and buy one here and there when the price was low but i wasn't worried about a white paper coming out and 10xing them i should have been <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, we'll see how the prices evolve. I'm, I'm very happy for people who got in early because they actually, you know, and I, I do hope they realized some profits. At least, yeah, uh, at least, you know, To cover their investment and also maybe, I don't know, get something nice. Actually, somebody tested, texted me the other day saying that they uh, sold a Pixel and got a PlayStation or something, a PS5 or something like that. It's going to be like the Charles Hoskins story where he has the $2 million Xbox in his living room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish, man. I wish, honestly. And my first reaction wasn't that, it wasn't like, 
you know, I honestly, I said, I'm happy for you. I'm happy that the project turned out to be profitable for you and so on. But it was like, is that how much a PS5 costs now? Are you kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because you can't even get them off the shelves anymore. They're they're like everything else, the uh, supply chain issues. It's super speculative. So the the game, is it going to be... 1v1, 2v2, 3v3? Are you guys still working on those details? So so my first, as I said earlier, the first version is probably going to be something very minimal, you know, in order for people yeah. to get a taste of the competitive aspect. And also you have to actually test it out, you know, to get like a user acceptance testing out there uh, where, where you can get feedback, you can, you know, sort out bugs. If there's bugs, you can easily do it. Uh, and I, I always like to start out simple, just like I did with the seasons, where I did like a simple drop first, and then I, I sort of kind complicated, of mm-hmm. and then I went out for three chains as well, because it's a learning process for me as well. Although I have built many games in my career, it's, you know, to e- each new game is sort of, and, and this type of game requires a lot of, you know, iterations, and it requires a lot of feedback going back and forth. Uh, between the developers and the users and the community itself. And I'm sure that, you know, it's going to get to a point where we're going to add a lot of more features on top of this, obviously. And that will be with the release of the Pixel Wars Golden, which is the final part of the white paper. And this is basically like the uh, sort of uh, official, or let's call it like, uh, I don't know, uh, Let's let's say that Pixel Wars Alpha is the incentivized testnet of Cardano, and then <laughs> the Pixel Wars Golden would be like the mainnet. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, that's that's the plan right now. It's it's a very ambitious roadmap. I am aware. I am aware people are you know worried. Is he gonna make it? Is he not gonna make it? And so on. Uh, what I can say for sure is the fact that I will uh, you know put in the same energy and same effort uh, as I did. Up until now, maybe more, you know, if I uh, manage to get out of the corporate world once and for all and uh, sort of dedicate the entire time, the entirety of my time to this project. Uh, and and I, you know, yeah, I can't imagine I usually... the entirety of your time, you know, <laughs> if this was weekends <laughs> and nights, man, whew, when the days kick in, you know, <laughs> no, but I, I don't like to encourage that. It wasn't it wasn't very healthy, honestly, to be honest. It's, yeah, it's been you know, it has been a lot of sleepless nights. I have been able to catch up lately. Uh, to, to kind of chill. It is very addictive, by the way, chilling out and sleeping. It, it gets it gets you. It gets to you. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would recommend a balanced uh, lifestyle and, and something that is, you know, healthy and also, you know, hanging out with your loved ones, with your parents, with your wife, with your kids, with whatever. It's uh, a bull market, man. We don't have time for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're 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 gonna sleep in the bear market. Yeah, the bear market. Three years of sleep. We'll we'll be all right. Uh, Is there ever gonna be a free version of this game for people to say practice or you know try it out? Yeah. So so what I want to do is you know make it accessible to any uh, size of bag. Okay. So uh, naturally, if you want to play the game, you need to participate with a. with a with a pixel with a with an actual forged pixel the minimum entry is going to be accessible it's going to be at sort of you know below the mint levels that we're seeing today in the space right the reg classic i don't know 30 40 ada whatever 50 ada uh mint the the mints that are going on today so 
uh, other than that, I, I guess you know the game mechanics themselves are not going to allow for people to actually play because you don't actually have a playable character to begin with. So you would need to, uh, you know, uh, at least forge the minimum, the cheapest, uh, you know, the cheapest one in order to take it into battle. Naturally, it's not going to be. You're going to be able to. Um, what I don't want to make uh, the game is play to win. I, I hate play to win. I, I I like incentivizing users to. You know, giving them an extra edge if they put more money into it, but also allowing a sort of uh, least uh, amount spent, uh, best tactics possible uh, strategy here, where you could potentially, if you play the game a lot, you know, you could get uh, level up, get to level up your character uh, considerably, which would sort of equate to having uh, you know an overpowered character that otherwise you would pay for. So um, this is my goal here. I play a lot of games. I know the struggles. I know how bad, you know, how, how frustrating it is for people to, to hit that paywall. Uh, there are a lot of games who have actually successfully, you know, uh, sort of overcome the, uh, that stuff. And they sort of went into the more, I don't know, pay for aesthetics uh, sort of models and so on. Like there's yeah. a lot like Fortnite, for example. And well, there, there the, is a uh, key you know, difference here, though. You know, the distastefulness for play to win has always been because the money goes back to those that hold it's the, that created the game. It's a bit different here. You know, the fact that it, it is being built on top of a blockchain, the funding model, you know, was paid through ADA. You know, I feel like it is a little bit more okay to have, you know, some pay to win features considering that money goes back to the community, goes to the treasury for, you know, paying more people. Whereas like traditionally, you know, it really sucks when we pay 20 bucks for a game and this asshole spent $200 on an item and, you know, he killed me with it. But at least, yeah. like, if you get killed with a 200 ADA item or an alien, you're like, well, you know, at least he paid back to, you know, <laughs> paid back to the project, yeah. you know. It went back to the community. You're probably yeah. like, a, uh, like a, uh, a pixel holder as well, so you're going to get paid, you know, you're yeah. going to get that aid, some of that ADA back as well. Yeah, yeah no, I, I But I appreciate you. that it, thoughtfulness, it, though. <laughs> it is a difference uh, in, 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 I guess, uh, paradigm uh, versus the uh, real-world AAA gaming uh, cash grabs. Uh, but still, you know, I would like to have uh, gamer frustration, uh, you know, up to a minimum. I know yeah. people, some people are going to be frustrated. It's a fact of life. You can't get, you know, over, you know, can't get, you know, across uh, to everyone and you cannot get, you know, everybody to be happy at the same time. Uh, but I do hope the game will be like a pleasant experience for most of its users. And uh, what I'm focusing on and what I a heavy, heavy focus of mine building the game is going to be uh, the entertainment value. You know, okay, te technology aside, uh, mechanics aside, and so on and so forth. Damn it, I said it again. Uh, I, need to, I need to create a game which is going to be enjoyable to play and, and, and provide entertainment value because the secret here is for users to come back, even if they lost the battle, even if they lost the you know pixel that they own in a battle like forever, uh, to sort of come back and try and play again, you know. And this time I, I've learned my lesson. I can I can you know go at it from from a different angle, uh, which is cool. And I, I think you know um, as time passes, uh, I'm gonna get to learn a lot myself about. Uh, you know, building a game on the blockchain. 
so I'm also looking forward to that, you know, from from a personal point of view, um, and and also looking forward to you know how the community will will receive everything and and how it will all evolve. I'm very very curious. I hope it's gonna be well. I mean, I <laughs> truly hope it's gonna be you know uh, a, a nice experience for everybody. So uh, those are my thoughts on 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 like. You know the future of the project i guess i spoke for a lot of time <laughs> i'm just rambling right yeah now. no no worries i actually no I, I liked everything you said and we'll uh we, you, we've been talking for a while i just have two more questions for you real quick um all right will you have a space buds like smart contract marketplace for dead pixel you know we talked about the pixel explorer earlier and it seems just so perfect that each one of those pixels could have an easy little smart contract button under them you know to click uh is that something that you're working on uh, yeah, uh, in short, yes, uh, I have been in touch with Alessandro. I've been asking him a lot of questions about his implementation. And uh, yes, to answer the question, uh, the Pixel Explorer will feature a decentralized marketplace dedicated to that pixels exclusively. Awesome. Similar to the Spacebook one, yeah. Cool. Yep, so my last question for you, and then we can head out of here for the day, is how do people join the community? And anything you mentioned, uh, I can make sure I include the links down below as well. Right, so there's there's several vectors that you can get in. Uh, most of them, I mean, all of them are interconnected. So if you go into Twitter and uh, search for Pixels NFT or Dead Pixels, just add Pixels NFT on Twitter, uh, you can find all the links that you need there for the Discord server and for the website. And then if you go to the website, you're going to find all the links there. The website is pixels.org. And I know we talked about uh, the white paper a lot earlier, so you can find the white paper just on the front page of the website there's like a big button there saying white paper it is a lengthy read it's like 24 pages but you know if you have some spare time i would appreciate you read it and uh, went through it before actually engaging in a purchase or fomoing in and so on uh i'd much rather people do their own research on the matter than you know uh just listening to some other guy's opinion and so on and uh sure. you know the discord is pretty much uh very very cool uh a lot of cool people hang out there. Uh, Big Pay is on that Discord, by the way. He uh, sometimes comes in and says, "Season Hi. one." <laughs> <laughs> sometimes come in and, and shill my dead pixel wares, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you should you should brag with that alien, by the way. I'm sure a lot of people will be jealous. Yeah, I just can't um, tell anybody which one, or it'll dox me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I'm not telling you what attribute. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> so cool. So cool. So yeah, that's it. I mean, these are the main channels of, of getting in touch uh, and, and getting on board, uh, on board to the Dead Pixel community. And other than that, I don't know. I'm hanging around a lot on Discord, and Twitter, so uh, you can get to talk. You can ask any questions you like over there. I'm sure either somebody from the community or myself uh, is going to answer. So yeah, all arrivals welcome, man. Well, awesome. I wanted to say thank you so much for coming on today. It was a really good podcast, and I enjoyed learning more. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's been a pleasure. I've been watching your stuff ever since you were uh, doing uh, stake pool tutorials back in the beginning of the year, I think, or something like that. You old uh, Haskell testnet days. Yeah, 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 exactly. So thank you so much as well for uh, the immense contribution that you've done to, to the entire space, man. So lucky to have you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. But for everyone watching, I appreciate you watching today. If you did enjoy the video, Thus far, I would really appreciate if you click the like button. If you're not subscribed to the channel, click and subscribe, notification bell, all, all of the other YouTube shill stuff. If you made it till the end, please comment pixel 
down below because we had dead pixel on today, everybody. But I hope you guys have a great weekend. I will be uploading this today. So see you guys.